This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. Find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Lunar New Year doesn't hold any particular personal significance for me. Certainly, it's not a tradition with which I grew up, except I've just always been fascinated by Asian culture. I love Asian cuisine, particularly Chinese food. And so I always take the opportunity this time of year in my own just very Western way to explore some aspects of Asian cuisine maybe I haven't before or revisit some things I particularly enjoy. I posted on my blog several recipes that people can try to have their own sort of Lunar New Year themed, Chinese New Year themed celebrations at home. Certainly, these are right there in most Western palate comfort zones, I would say. There's nothing that's too out there save a dish calling for Sichuan peppercorns. And perhaps readers, listeners have tried Sichuan cuisine, have used Sichuan peppercorns. I found them several years ago in the bulk spices section at Shopping Cart and jumped on the chance to buy them knowing I wanted to use them. But I'm the only one in my family, I think, who can tolerate them. I rarely get the chance to cook just for myself. So these peppercorns, and of course, they're not actually peppercorns. I'll go into that more in a minute, have been sitting in my spice cabinet. I'm trying to find a reason. I'm trying to justify getting them out and making a dish just for me. And for the past year or so, I've been dreaming about Sichuan-style noodles with pork and bok choy. This was a recipe I posted in my blog August 4th, 2020, so it's been a while in coming, under the headline, Sichuan Peppercorns Make Surprising Asian Noodles. This is a dish that originally was published in the Chicago Tribune. You can find it by typing Sichuan, S-I-C-H-U-A-N, in the search field on the Mail Tribune's website, and it should come up from August 4th, 2020. The most recent post to my blog posted February 2nd under the headline Potent Spice Herald's Year of the Tiger also calls for Sichuan peppercorns. Now back to that botanical misnomer. This seasoning actually is the seed husk of a shrub known as the prickly ash. It's not at all related to actual peppercorns, and it doesn't even exist in the realm of spicy necessarily. It produces a tingling sensation, a numbing sensation in the tongue and lips that is prized in Sichuan province, in particular elsewhere in China, and certainly by other people who are fans of this cuisine. And yes, it is available There are sources for it locally. Also, as with just about any spice these days, it's available online. The recipe on my blog that most recently cites it, again from February 2nd, is almost ma po chicken. 
Ma Po is another dish that's very, very well known in Sichuan cuisine. In fact, Gretchen McKay, food writer for the Tribune News Service, who originally published this recipe, acknowledges there's perhaps no Sichuan dish as famous. It typically comprises ground pork and tofu. This recipe, however, though, makes it a little bit more accessible to the average American eater. It's easier to pull together. It's from the cookbook Dinner for Everyone by Mark Bittman, former New York Times food writer. So I'll share this recipe as well as one that's maybe on the other end of the spectrum. For people who maybe aren't such fans of tongue-tingling, lip-numbing seasonings, I'll share a recipe for Chengdu chicken, which is sort of that sweet and sour flavor that a lot of Americans associate with Chinese cuisine. This is sort of a deep-fried dish of boneless, skinless chicken thighs. You fry it twice, actually, to ensure the crunch, and then create this sauce that does have some hot chili pepper, but also some minced sweet pickles and sugar to even out those flavor profiles to create a little bit more interesting flavor profile than your average restaurant take out sweet and sour chicken. So I'll also share the recipe for Chengdu chicken, and that was posted to my blog October 20th under the headline, Twice Fry Chicken for Sweet Spicy Splurge. First, the recipe for almost ma po chicken, and this calls for ground chicken, one and a half pounds, as well as three tablespoons good vegetable oil, any neutral oil really that can withstand a high heat, would be appropriate here. I like avocado oil and grapeseed oil, as I've mentioned in other podcasts. Salt and pepper to taste. One 15-ounce can black beans have been drained and rinsed. Two tablespoons ketchup, two tablespoons cider vinegar, one tablespoon cornstarch, one teaspoon dark sesame oil, one teaspoon red chili flakes or to taste, one teaspoon ground Sichuan peppercorns, one pound green beans that have been trimmed, Butterhead or green leaf or romaine lettuce, washed, dried, and separated into leaves. That's for serving this stir-fry mixture. You could also serve this with rice or with the rice and lettuce leaves. Chopped fresh cilantro for garnish, chopped pistachios for garnish. Start almost mop ho chicken in a large skillet over medium-high heat. Add the three tablespoons vegetable or neutral flavored oil. Add the one and a half pounds ground chicken. Sprinkle with salt and pepper to taste and cook, stirring occasionally until the chicken is brown and crisp in places. And this will take five to 10 minutes. While the chicken cooks, mash the black beans from that 15 ounce can that's been drained and rinsed with a fork in a small bowl. Add the two tablespoons ketchup, the two tablespoons cider vinegar, the one tablespoon cornstarch, the one teaspoon dark sesame oil, the one teaspoon red chili flakes or more or less to taste, and the teaspoon of ground Sichuan peppercorns. Now, most dishes calling for Sichuan peppercorns will call for these whole. This recipe is a little bit of a departure from authenticity according to the authors, because the peppercorns are ground up. And again, it's actually the husk that you're going for here. You can pick out the hard seedy bits. Sprinkle that mixture with salt and pepper and stir in mash those beans with all the other flavoring agents until a thick paste forms. 
add that bean spice mixture to the brown chicken, stirring until that's coated and fragrant for one to two minutes. Add a half cup water and the pound of green beans that have been trimmed and stir. Bring the mixture to a boil and reduce the heat so it bubbles steadily and cover. Cook, stirring once or twice until the sauce thickens and the beans are as tender as you like for five to 10 minutes. You're gonna take off the cover from the pan, of course, and stir occasionally checking to make sure that the beans are steamed all the way through. Taste and adjust the seasonings. To serve, spoon the chicken mixture into the lettuce leaves, or again, if you wanna serve this with a side of steamed rice, that would be appropriate as well. Top with the chopped fresh cilantro and the chopped shelled pistachios. And that makes six servings of almost ma po chicken. And that's a recipe adapted by Tribune News Service from Dinner for Everyone by Mark Bittman, posted to my blog, The Whole Dish, on February 2nd under the headline, Potent Spice, Harold's Year of the Tiger. Now the recipe for Chengdu chicken, posted to my blog, October 20th under the headline, Twice Fried Chicken for Sweet Spicy Splurge. It calls for one pound boneless, skinless chicken thighs cut into one inch cubes, one large egg, a quarter cup cornstarch, a half teaspoon salt, and vegetable oil for frying, or again, other neutral flavored oil that can withstand high heat cooking. For the sauce, you'll need a quarter cup minced sweet American style pickles, three tablespoons distilled white vinegar, three tablespoons sugar, two tablespoons soy sauce, two tablespoons rice wine or dry sherry, one tablespoon fish sauce, two teaspoons hot bean paste, one teaspoon cornstarch, one scallion white and green parts, and that's trimmed and minced. Two garlic cloves have been peeled and sliced an eighth inch thick. One small hot chili pepper, such as Thai or cayenne, that's been stemmed, seeded, and minced. And six cilantro sprigs for garnish. Now, if you're unfamiliar with some of these ingredients, granted, more grocery stores these days are stocking more condiments specific to not just Asian cuisine, but Latin cuisines, other global cuisines. But Medford's Asian market is a great resource where you can track down pretty much all of these fish sauce, hot bean paste, certainly. And I like going to the Asian market this time of year because of the Lunar New Year preparations and traditions. They hand out little packages of lucky money envelopes that are red and sort of adorned and very festive. And it's just a fun little way to experience this particular tradition through the owners of the Asian market and just look for some interesting ingredients you might not find elsewhere. So I highly recommend it. It's near Winco in South Medford, Medford's Asia Grocery Market. To start Chengdu chicken in a medium bowl, mix the one pound boneless skinless chicken thighs that have been cut into one inch cubes with the large egg and the quarter cup cornstarch along with the half teaspoon salt and one tablespoon water. Cover and refrigerate for 30 minutes. Heat a large wok over high heat and add enough vegetable oil or neutral flavored oil for frying to come up about one and a half inches on the wok sides. Heat it to 375 degrees. A thermometer is great for this, a candy thermometer 
If you're not sure about the temperature though, it does work well to flick just a drop of the batter into the oil and see if it sizzles rapidly and starts to brown rather than just sitting there. Your oil should be good to go. Remember when you add a lot of an ingredient to hot oil that you are using to deep fry, the oil will cool down. So you don't want to add too much too quickly and then have everything just kind of sit there and not fry. So do this a few pieces at a time. In two batches, add the chicken pieces covered in that cornstarch coating to the oil. Stir gently, keeping them separate and cooking until the coating looks set but not browned, about 45 seconds. Using a wide wire mesh skimmer, transfer the chicken to a colander to drain and remove any bits of fried chicken or batter from the oil. So again, this is kind of the twice frying technique. This is how it gets ultra crispy, but the chicken's done all the way through. You return the chicken pieces to the wok and deep fry again until they're golden brown and crispy for about two minutes. Then remove all but about two tablespoons of that frying oil from the wok. To make the sauce in a small bowl, mix the quarter cup minced sweet American pickles, the three tablespoons distilled white vinegar, the three tablespoons sugar, the two tablespoons soy sauce, the two tablespoons rice, wine, or dry sherry, the one tablespoon fish sauce, and the two teaspoons hot bean paste. Dissolve the one teaspoon cornstarch in one tablespoon cold water in a separate small bowl and set the two bowls aside. Return the wok with the oil that you used to fry the chicken to high heat. Add the scallion, that trimmed scallion minced into its white and green parts to the wok, along with the two garlic cloves that have been peeled and sliced an eighth inch thick and the small hot chili pepper, such as Thai or cayenne, that's been stem-seeded and minced, and stir-fry until the scallion wilts, and that'll just take a few seconds, about 15 seconds. Return the chicken to the wok and add the pickle mixture. Stir-fry for 20 seconds. Then add the cornstarch mixture, that slurry just with the cornstarch and the tablespoon water, and stir-fry until the sauce thickens for about 10 seconds. Garnish the chicken with the cilantro and serve immediately so it doesn't start to get cold or soggy with steamed white rice and that makes three to four main dish servings or four to six servings as part of a multi-course meal of Chengdu chicken and that's from the Shun Li cookbook by Michael Tong posted to my blog The Whole Dish October 20th under the headline, Twice Fried Chicken for Sweet Spicy Splurge. You can find that one and the recipe for Almost Ma Po Chicken posted February 2nd at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.